It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Well, at the risk of being labeled a jinxy cat, if the Avalanche win the Stanley Cup this year, we'll look back on last night's game as the blender game. That's what uh, Jonathan Druin said about what the lines were for last night's game. With a couple of key guys out, Jared Bednar decided to just mix up the lines. A lot of different combinations. Mm-hmm. And it worked out. A 3-2 win over the uh, Anaheim not-so-mighty Ducks. Bednar on what he was looking for with those new lines. We tried to put some pairs together, some offensive guys, and, you know, I tried to put a worker that could help establish a forecheck and come up with some pucks as, as their third guy. He made another interesting comment. He said, you don't want to do this all the time as a coach because forming continuity, allowing guys to gel is important. Mm-hmm. But he just looked at it as with what was going on with some guys out. He thought it would be just a, a good opportunity to just mix it up. You, you see coaches, managers do that. Baseball sometimes, they'll just literally Is it, pick names, pick the lineup out uh, of a hat. Yeah, sometimes sometimes what you see with the, uh, you know, the, the, the like, the, what they call staff in a game. You know, the, they'll just use a guy to throw an inning, another guy to throw two, another guy to, so they'll just staff it. You're like, Hey man, that's what. But I just wonder, mixing the lines up, putting it in a blender, like you talked about, is is that a? I mean, obviously, it's kind of a sign of disrespect for the team you're playing, right? Like we can we can play. Ooh, I hadn't thought of it that way. Uh, would they have done that against? Would they have done that against the the Vegas Knights? Ooh, good question. That that. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. You, I, was, I think, I think, yes, I think you had the right opportunity to do it yesterday. It was because some guys were up, but you also came off a road trip in which you went 0 2 and 1 and had only one even strength goal mm-hmm. in the in the trip, one even strength goal. So it was a, a ripe opportunity to just try some things out independent of the opponent. My thought, yeah, I just wonder if you're playing a really good opponent if. I just don't think you do that. Hmm, okay. It's a really good opponent. But okay. Like this, there are times, not to get into too deep into the weeds, but but there was a game I did between the Giants and the Rams when the Rams were really good, and they were crushing everybody out of their bunch formations. Just crushing every. I mean, it was just a, a work of art. And they got against the Giants that they knew couldn't score more than 13 points. And they went in two tight solo the whole game, something they hadn't done in two years. And they played the whole game out of what two tight solo is one tight end on each side, right? So you're creating a seven-man line of scrimmage. And they played the whole game out of that personnel package. Like, they didn't hardly at all deviate. And at the end of the game, you know, my thought process, of course, it always comes to me at the end of the game, like not during the game, like why are they doing this, But which, you know, you, you should be asking yourself. But at the end of the game, I looked at it and go, they basically said the Giants can't score on us. Therefore, we know at some point that it's going to be important to actually be able to operate, especially with all the five-man fronts you you face today, out of two tights. So we're going to work it today, knowing that. And they didn't. They beat the Giants. I mean, the final score was like twenty to sixteen or something. Yeah, like it was an but ugly Anna, game. I just beat him the other day, so I don't. I think that there was some respect. Yeah, I'm, but I'm just telling you, sometimes you do that against a team that you know isn't as talented as you. Next on the Morning Brew, milestone for Nathan McKinnon, who becomes the fourth player in Nordique Avalanche history 
to record 500 career assists. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. I always uh, like to you know take pride in, in seeing guys and, and playmaking, but um, played a lot of games which after a while ago now, so uh, you know, pretty cool, I guess. Very underrated part of his game. Everyone thinks of Nathan McKinnon, rightly so, as a sniper, goal scorer, mm-hmm. terrific playmaker, scoring, but. Very, very, I think, underrated as a as a passer. Oh, dude, his skill set is as a as an assist guy, a setup guy, an unselfish guy. He just got a. He's just a the consummate professional, and his skill set is such. Oh. I mean, it's just unbelievable skills. Oh boy, oh boy, yeah, oh boy. And, and hands. Yeah, I always talk about guys with great hands. Do great hands are just. It's amazing what you can be. Well, you got great hands and great feet. You can play. Any sport. As Bob Hartley once said about Milan Hayduke, he has magical hands. Next on the uh, Morning Brew, P.J. Locke on how the Broncos handle losses. I mean, I guess, you know, just going through that type of adversity at the beginning of the season, you've been through it, you know how it felt, you know the type of type of mentality you got to have to get out of that situation, get out of that hole. And, um, you know, we show fight in the game. And honestly, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really not, I'm not, I'm really not worried. I, obviously, I'm disappointed that we lost, you know, we ended the streak that we had, but I'm not, I'm not worried by any means just because, like I said, we, as bad as we played and it still came down to game winning drive, man, that's, that's, that's amazing. You know, in those type of games when you, you know, minus three and takeaways and those type of things is, you know, most of the time you're getting, you're getting beat down. All right. Well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Because it's one thing when you kind of start to ride the wave of a, of a winning streak. Sure. When you lose, you made the right stuff to gear back up and go back out and start another one, especially when you know you got to win. For your uh, next five, next believe on it, the believe in it, believe next it. on exactly, Russ. Next on the uh, morning brew, the Rockies. So the Major League Baseball draft lottery was held yesterday, and the Cleveland wow. Guardians, despite having only a two percent chance of getting the top pick, got the top pick. The Rockies come in with the third pick. They'll have the third pick in the uh, in the draft. So they act- ended up actually jumping up ahead of the Royals and A's. Mm. So they will pick third. So chance to get a really good player. Who the players are, I have no idea. You got to be the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate seam head to know who the top five projected players are to go in the baseball draft. But the uh, Rockies should be able to come with uh, a good one. They'll pick a six foot seven gangly lefty that throws ninety two that nobody's ever heard of. Little flame out and high A. Rockies have. Twice before picked third, they took oh. John Gray and Brendan Rodgers. Good picks. Mm. But not. You're right. I, I think they're the third overall third pick. Overall. They're not. They're not Verlander. They're not. That's World Series champion John Gray we're talking about. That is true. That is true. He was good. Yeah, we, he, we he develop him to go star somewhere else. <laughs> good W. Good point. The Rockies' highest pick in franchise history. So who are they picking for at, thir- at number three? <laughs> is yeah. that the Cardinals? Who are they picking for? I think for? this is going to be the Cubs pick. This is going to be the I Cubbies? This is going to be the Cubbies pick. All right. And we'll take you. We'll take the Cubbies' Iron Man. Just beware of these high picks. The Rockies had the number two pick in 2006. They took the immortal Greg Reynolds. Evan Longoria went one pick later. Tim Lincecum, Clayton Kershaw, and Max Scherzer also all went in the next several selections. Tonight it didn't happen. But hey, that Rockies front office 
you got to trust their process, you gotta their, trust their the value. You got to trust the evaluation <laughs> that we have come up with here in the baseball. Whatever it is, should be one that they can't help but get right, but. We'll see. These are the Rockies. That'll do it for the morning. Brew, bring that to you each and every morning at 630.